All right, guys, welcome back to Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. Right away, we want to start this podcast off by letting you know that I am, once again, drinking Pinot Noir. Today, we have Francis Coppola, and this wine comes from California, okay? Uh, Wine enhances a well-lived life, boasts a silky texture, and a dazzling perfume of crushed raspberries, rose petals, and tea leaves, followed by luscious flavors of plums, strawberries, and spice. All right, that's the Pinot Noir of the week. As you know, I'm a big wino now, and uh, it is what it is. But today is Valentine's Day. It's also Ash Wednesday, which uh, we're going to get into in uh, full detail, um, but I guess let's let's just jump right into the episode by talking about the comedy show. The comedy show at the Ron Pub two weeks ago. Quite frankly, I choked. Okay, great turnout by the fans, and I, I don't know what happened. I was nervous. I was getting pressured to go on stage before I wanted to go on stage. I had people. I had older people there saying, "It's past our bedtime." Listen. 9.30 on a Saturday night. If that's past your bedtime, go to Gloria Day Retirement Home, okay? Next time, no senior citizens allowed. The show starts at 9.30. Now, the turnout was great. We had a sold-out crowd again. Everyone was having a good time. No fights. Um, just all-around great time. However, when I got up on stage, okay, and I told my first couple jokes, I choked. Okay, there. I, I I only did about five minutes. I wanted to do twenty minutes, and that is on me. I mean, uh, I need to get better at stand-up comedy. I had a lot of people, quite frankly, come up to me and tell me you're not funny, and ooh, that stings. However, I I, I accept the criticism. I don't think it went well either. Okay, I'm not happy with it. I need to get better. That being said, I want to thank everyone that came out to the comedy show. We're gonna do more of these as the spring rolls in. This summer, we'll be down the shore in Wildwood doing a bunch of shows. Um, a quick update on the Little Ice Man. He's still down there in Florida. Guys, listen, we're a Wildwood podcast. Okay, we're a Wildwood podcast. We're a blue-collar podcast. If we see that fat jerk-off and the two Barbies and their dad, the Little Ice Man, show their face in Wildwood, Boo. I don't condone violence. Boo. Boo. Get out. Get the fuck out, little Iceman. That's the kind of stuff I expect from my listeners. Um, he's no good. And the, now he's saying that he's a, a, a local. Uh, we're local. We're local. Fuck you. You brew it in Florida. And by the way, Florida's my state, bitch. Get the fuck out of there. There's no way the Floridians even like him. I hope he's getting attacked by palmetto bugs. All right, let's not get carried away here. It is Valentine's Day, guys, and uh, last year, actually, we did a Valentine's Day episode from the Crack Shack in Davie, Florida. The little the little ice man probably doesn't even know where Davie, Florida is. It's because he's not a Floridian. He's a little rat from Sea Isle. I got, I'm out of control. I am out of control. But it is Valentine's Day, and uh, Valentine's Day has always been a specifically heinous holiday for me. And this goes back to my high school days when they used to have this thing called candy grams.
Grams. And I went over it last year, but we've gained a lot of new listeners, so we'll go over it again. Candy Grams, I went to an all-boy Catholic high school. Now, Candy Grams meant that girls from other high schools could send you a Candy Gram. And I don't know what they would write on these Candy Grams because I never got one. But I assume it was uh, along the lines of, you're so cute, can't wait to see you later. I got none of that. The only messages I got in high school were people asking me to buy them beer because I had a fake ID in high school. My name was James Swift. Um, so I never got candy grams in high school. And I, and I used to sit there and, and I was really bitter about it, you know. Where's my candy gram? Nobody likes me. And now... I'm uh, 33 years old. I'm living in my parents' basement. And uh, no candy gram. No Valentine's Day card. Nothing. And I'm feeling pretty low today. I talked to a couple of my friends, and, and, and they're, they see all the couples on Valentine's Day. Let me get a sip of this Pinot Noir real quick. Oh, man. Hoo-wee. Not as good as last week's, but still a pretty good Pinot Noir. Um, I was talking to a few of my friends, and they were a little upset about, you know, just feeling down the dumps by seeing all these happy couples, these happy couples on Instagram. Love you for my forever Valentine. You know, we're sitting over here, you know, talking about which college game we're going to bet on tonight. Um, yeah, not getting a candy gram in high school was certainly a crushing low. I mean, I really felt defeated. I really felt like a loser. Um... And if you know me, I don't know if you guys know this about me, I'm a hopeless romantic. I love romance. Romance, however, does not love me. Um, I like to pull out all the stops, but for the last decade, quite frankly, the last three decades, I've had no one to share the holiday with. So I'm lonely. Um, I want to talk a, a little bit about women. Now, I got to be careful here because I might come off as misogynistic. It's probably a fair fair assessment. But I think that women in 2023, I think in 2024, I think they're out of control. I told this joke at the comedy show. I, I know about a lot of women that are, a lot of uh, people that are married and they're cheating on one another, which is just bizarre to me. Well, what's the point of the whole ceremony if you're going to cheat? You know, don't get married then. But a lot of these women, they're cheating on their husbands with uh, men who also have wives which brings me to the conclusion that women will have sex with a man that lives with his wife. However, they won't sleep with a man that lives with his mother, which would be me. And uh, I just don't think that's right. Um, also, one, th one thing I've realized, not over the past weekend, over the past couple of years, is with dating apps, okay, that's your Hinge, that's your Tinder, that's your Bumble, these women, okay, take a woman that's a, uh, if I had to rank myself on a scale of 1 to 10, I think I'm like a 5, 5, 7. Now take a, now, take a woman that's a 5, 7. Skinny woman, 5, 7. I, I don't know. Just take a woman that's a 5.7 on a scale of 1 to 10. Her inbox on Hinge, Bumble, she has 3,000 candidates. 3,000 candidates. I'm telling you, some of these women on Hinge, they have more candidates than ever. Ever. Because men are pigs, and, and you know they just swipe, swipe right, swipe right, swipe right. So women today, they have all the power. They have 
it's 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 I'm an insecure guy. I mean, can't you tell? Can't you tell I'm insecure? Don't I give it away? But a woman with three thousand options, I'm sinking down to the bottom of that list. You know, I'm just being honest with myself. Um, I'm sinking way down. Now, on the other hand, men with hinge, okay, I have hinge, and I, I'm telling you right now, I haven't had a like in, I get one like per 10 days, okay, and my last like was Shamu, okay, my last like, her location was the Camden Aquarium, she was a whale, she was humongous, she said, hello Francis, I said, sorry, not gonna do that, um, more recently, uh, I thought I had a I thought I had a match with a good-looking woman, but she was she was a man, and uh, I'm just not really interested in that. But women are have they have all the power? They have three thousand matches, and we're sinking down to the bottom. So women, God bless you, God bless you. And another thing about women, I, I hate to go on a tyrant about women because listen, we have women followers, we have women listeners, love you girls, and. Uh, Women are voting for Joe Biden, like 65% to 35%. Listen, ladies, okay, what are you thinking? I know, I know, you got that. I agree with you, I agree with you. Men should not be making decisions for women. Quite frankly, I know nothing about the vagina. Quite frankly, I know nothing about the vagina. Recently, I found out there's two holes. They pee out of one. They So I don't want to make decisions for women with vaginas. I agree with you on that aspect. Let's work to get that weird. Let's work to get Trump on board with women's rights. Okay, we cannot. You cannot tell me you want Joe Biden in office. You just can't tell me that he's a decrepit old man. Girls, ladies, I'm on your side. I don't think men should be making decisions for you. How many men listening? Do you know there's two holes? Do you know there's two holes? Okay. Do you know there's two holes? I didn't know that and I just found out. So if you don't know that, we shouldn't be making decisions for these women. Women should take care of women things. And, uh, you know, like women, you don't know what goes on with my balls. You got no clue. Okay? So you shouldn't be making decisions about my testicles and I shouldn't be making decisions about your ovaries. It's really that simple. But are we, real, are we, are we really willing to put Joe Biden Back in office for that? Come on, ladies. I will march with you. I will march with you if they try and take away your rights. Fuck them. We'll get your right backs. We cannot let Joe Biden win. Okay, I digress. See, I almost went off on a political tyrant there. But I'm pulling it back in. I'm wheeling it back in. It's not only Valentine's Day today. It's also Ash Wednesday. For all you Catholics out there, uh, my mom, I don't know if you can hear her upstairs. She's pacing back and forth. It's uh, youth basketball playoffs. And, you know, my family, they're very involved in youth sports. Um, I got to be honest with you, you parents out there, listen, you guys are fucking assholes. You've ruined it. You've ruined it. It used to be about the kids and the kids would have rivalries. Now it's like these weirdo parents like, oh, we got to win. We got to win. Stay out of it, you fat fuck. Stay out of it. Let the kids have fun. It's about the kids, okay? Not about you. You suck. You're fat. You can't even get up and down the court, okay? Let the kids play. Let the officiate, officials official. And you sit the fuck down, buy your pretzel and your Diet Coke, and just watch. Okay? Cheer them on. 
encourage them, but shut the fuck up. I'm getting close, man. I'm getting close. Reffing these youth games, I'm getting close. Like I'm waiting for one of these parents. Like let's go, baby. Come on, me and you out back right now. Put you in a headlock. I don't like the parents. They're fucking annoying. And I gotta be honest with you. I think I'm a pretty good referee. I hustle up and down the court. I do my best. I'm done after this year, okay? Just got a real job. I'm done. Fuck you. Why would I go get yelled at by some dickhead? Some dickhead parent who thinks he's in the NCAA tournament for $40 a game. Why would I do that? There is one coach who's particularly annoying, and I'd like to get his fat ass a whistle. Oh, I love to watch his fat ass referee a game and just harass him. I digress once again. See, you got, I need I need a co-host on the show if anyone's listening because I need someone to reel me back in. I, I go off on these tyrants and it's just out of control. Where was I? Oh, yeah. It's Ash Wednesday. And, uh, you know, Catholics are walking around with a big cross. I'm, I'm a Catholic. I'm a recovering Catholic. Um, you, you know, I don't understand it. I don't understand Ash Wednesday. What's going on here? At a certain point, we got to start asking if, if we want the Catholic Church to survive. Okay, we want the Catholic Church to continue. We want to have the future of Catholicism. If we want that, we got to start asking questions. We got to say, <laughs> what's up with the uh, what's up with the burnt palm ashes on our head? What's up with that? Does anybody have an answer for that? Also, we got to ask them, you know, what's up with the whole not eating meat on Friday thing? It's just, uh, it's just, it's, it's weird at the end of the day. That's all that is. Well, speaking of Catholic Church, let's pause for a minute here to enjoy uh, another sip of Francis Capallo Pinot Noir 2022. Mm, God, do I love Pinot Noir. Now, Ash Wednesday is also funny because a lot of times, a lot of times, if you grew up in the Catholic Church, you grew up in any sort of organized religion, you'll realize this. Some of the people that are very into the church, very involved with the church, are often some of the sickest motherfuckers out there. You know, you could have someone that's like a bookie, a coke dealer, an alcoholic, but on Ash Wednesday, he comes strutting down the street with those ashes on his forehead. Look at me, look at me. It's weird. Um, I won't participate in it. But to each their own. Um, it's Lent. You're supposed to give something up for Lent. And I'm just giving up. Okay? It's Lent. I'm not giving up anything specific. I'm just giving up. In general, I'm not looking for love. I'm not looking... I'm just going to put my head down, go to work, go to the gym, do podcasts, and that's that. I really have no interest in love. You know, back to the Valentine's Day thing. I, I've given up. But, um, all right, let's move on here. My point number three is today is also pitchers and catchers report this spring training. Now, I got to tell you, and, and I have a good friend of mine. I was talking to him earlier on the phone about this. I said, dude, how can you possibly get excited about pitchers and catchers reporting to Clearwater for spring training. How can you get excited about that? How can you get excited about that? 
it's it's you're literally telling me that you're excited that grown men who make millions of dollars are going down the sunny sunny Florida and they're going to play catch. And also while playing catch, they're going to make more money than you'll make this year. That's what you, that's what, that that excites you? Fuck these guys, pitchers and catchers. Fuck you. Eh, seriously, you got to be kidding me if you're excited that grown men are going to play pitchers and catchers. And um, recently, I was on a, I did a home run derby with some Philly content creators. And you know me, guys, I'm authentic. I, 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 I speak from the heart. I just, I, I, a lot of times I'm out of control. A lot of times I'm politically incorrect. A lot of times I'm misogynistic. Um, but my God, this Philly content creator, I have to make fun of him. Chase you. What is up with Philly content creators doing the Philly accent? What I'm from I've lived in Philadelphia my whole life besides two years in Florida, okay? What is this accent? Alright, I'm gonna get a glass of water. That's just me talking normal. Listen, I'm gonna get a glass of water, gonna go to the basketball game, gotta go to the bank. Uh that's just me talking normal. These guys talk like this and I, who the fuck? The the guys that do Philly accent, they sound nothing like Philly accent. The greatest Philly accent that I heard, the best Philly accent I heard, was an incident that happened at the Mold House last week when the bartender was telling State Representative Brendan Boyle to get the fuck out of the bar. I mean, she had a really thick accent. And uh, I might be interviewing that bartender for this show. She had said, we don't give out names here, but she had said that she will not interview anyone else, okay? Channel, Channel 15... Channel 10, Channel 6, she won't do an interview with them, but she will come on this podcast. And guys, that is intriguing. So look forward to that. Looking to get my David Muir on. Um, another thing that happened this past weekend, uh, I went up to Camelback. And since we're on the topic of love, I, did get, I went up the mountains with an ex-girlfriend. And, you know, listen, you can be friends with ex-girlfriends. This woman happens to be a, a very attractive woman, a very cool woman, and so what? We had a very nice time up there. I went up to uh, Camelback, more specifically Skiota, PA, and I went skiing for the first time. And let me tell you, man, that is the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. You ever see Christmas Vacation when Chevy Chase goes down the hill and he can't stop, okay? That's what skiing is. Now, I had a great time. Don't get me wrong. Camelback, if you've never done it, I've never done it before. I was happy that I did do it this weekend. But my God, skiing is the hardest sport in the world. Let me, let me give you my experience of skiing, okay? Um, first, they put you in these space boots. It's the only, that's the only way I can describe them. They're space boots. And they put you in these space boots. And then it's difficult to walk, okay? Then you get your skis. And you clip into these skis. Now you're in the skis, okay? Now, good fucking luck. Okay? Good fucking luck. These things are so long. I'm telling you, I fell within 10 seconds of putting these suckers on. Put them on, I fall. Okay? And all the while, when you're at Camelback Ski Resort, all the while, while you're walking around like a drunk toddler, these people are just... Kids zipping by you. The the high up mountains, okay, 
where the experienced skiers go, the fucking thing is in the sky. It's in the sky. It's it's the mountain. Looking at it, you're like, holy fucking shit. How do they get down there? So, embarrassingly enough, as a 33-year-old man, I made my way over to the bunny slopes. And um, the bunny slopes soon, for me, turned into basically an evil Knievel stunt. Because once I got motion going down that hill, couldn't stop. Couldn't stop person I was with kept saying, just pizza, just pizza. What the fuck do you mean by pizza? Everyone on the ski mound, pizza, pizza. What the fuck are these people talking about? And they're telling you, put put your heel. Listen, if you never went skiing before, it's the hardest fucking thing in the world, okay? When you see these three-year-olds yelling, la-di-da, la-di-da, zipping down the mountain, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. Listen, skiing itself, I'll tell you what, I was flying down that mountain. And I was pretty comfortable with it. But then you start thinking to yourself, holy shit, how the fuck am I going to stop? And you got pizza yelling. You got, pe- ugh, you got people yelling, pizza, pizza, as if it's that easy. One of the most embarrassing things that happened at the ski resort this weekend was um, we were went down the, the bunny slopes for the first time, okay, fell three or four times, ate shit, got to the bottom, and... Uh, now you got to get get on the ski lift back to the top. And as I'm in line, not even moving, not even walking, I lost balance, tried to catch myself three or four times, and just ate shit. Just ate shit. That's when a lovely couple from uh, Allentown area, they were laughing. They, you know, they were cool about it. Your first time, like, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, listen, it happens to the best of us. You want to catch the ski lift with us? We caught the ski lift with them. Nice people. I, uh, as soon as I got on the ski lift, though, you know what I was doing? Guzzling fireball shooters. That seemed to be the only thing that helped. But we were out there for three or four hours, and I got to tell you, by the end of it, I, I had, I, I, I have the gist of skiing. I know what to do now. I'd like to go back. Quite frankly, I'd like to go back. Skiing overall is an enjoyable experience. However, let me tell you something. You're going to get humbled. You're going to get humbled. You're going to get humbled real quick. Because when you see a little three-year-old go zipping by you and you can't even get down the hill without falling, it's humbling. It is downright humbling. And... um yeah, so if you haven't been skiing, I, I highly recommend that it. it's fun, but it ain't easy. It ain't easy. And I did not make it down the mountain without falling. Also, while I was up there, I got an Airbnb. And let me tell you something. A lot of these Airbnb hosts, you got to be careful. This is like the fourth time I've been uh, tricked by them. They'll show you all the nice pictures, but they don't. I mean, this place was off the side of the highway next to an auto junkyard. Uh, he told us there was a stream out back. I walked for about a half mile. Ain't no fucking stream there, buddy. So, Airbnb, you got to ask for the front of the picture. All right, let's move on here. Uh, if you guys don't know this by now, I'm the host of Bingo. Bingo! G47 over at the Malt House. That's every Monday I'm the host of Bingo. And we have 50 Cent Wings over there. That's why we call it Wingo. 
And guys, listen, it's a good time because I'm calling bingo. And, and, and in between calling bingo and giving out prizes, I'm doing comedy. So it's a lot of fun to come check out. Here's the thing. I have a heckler. So last week, I'm, I'm, I'm spinning the numbers, and, and this heckler is going, Yeah, Mr. Comedian, Mr. Comedian. I said, Oh, Jesus Christ. I said, Sir, you're more than welcome to play the game with us. You seem to be a little angry. I said, Sir, you're more than welcome to play the game with us. And uh, he goes, All right, Mr. Comedian, tell us a joke then. Tell us a joke, Mr. Comedian. And I'll, and I'll end on this. I'll tell you guys the joke that I told him. The joke was this. Hey, man, you want to hear a joke that bad? Here's the joke. I'm 33 years old. I live with my mother. And I'm the host of Bingo. And the place erupted in laughter. Fuck you, Mr. Heckler. Guys, thanks for tuning in to a Valentine's Day special of soaring highs and crushing lows. I got to tell you, we have to look at the percentage of alcohol on this uh, Pinot Noir. because I am hammered. Right, there's a little bit left in the bottle, but alcohol by volume... 14.5%. Goddamn. I'm feeling good. I'm going to take a little z quill and I'm going to go to bed and get ready for work tomorrow. By the way, I have a real job. Will I disclose what that job is? Absolutely fucking not. You're all snitches. Goodbye. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in.